The following program is intended for mature audiences. You're listening to Bottom Shelf Recording Talk. Sounds boring. Oh my, yeah. With your hosts, James Seabrook. Okay, you were paying attention, but the idea is clear in my head, but translating it into English is not. That's brutal. I understand the hypocrisy. And Joey Roach. I don't even know what you do. I was just told you were the man. Some people would say I'm overconfident. That could be my ego talking, though. I'm trying to think of the right word. Oh. Yeah. Must be a tough word. Next subject. Uh, you're bored with this one? You don't hear us gassing on about it. Give you in the horn. I don't think it means what you think it means. By the way, you know, when you're when you're telling these little stories, you have a big mouth. Here's a good idea. What are you even talking about? Have a point. Why are you airing personal matters with complete strangers? It makes it so much more interesting for the listener. You like have the ones you put on your shoes. You have a, a very unique um, set of uh, um, nicknames. Names. Yeah. yeah. Well, that one was because, like, I made, or that started specifically because I made a guitar strap out of a shoelace once, out of necessity. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I saw that. I saw a guy walking down, the, walking down Stony Plain Road with, uh, um, with a, a string for a strap. Just the other day. Yeah. Well, I did Show other things on. with shoelaces too that were just handy. <laughs> and so people were like, oh, you give him a shoelace, he'll make anything. He'll MacGyver it. Yeah. <laughs> the show yeah. must go on. Yeah. The new one, though, Joey Sparkles. Joseph Sparkles. Joseph no. Sparkles. Joseph Sparkles. Use my Bible name. Your Bible name? <laughs> yes. You do on LinkedIn. We talked about this last week. Well, it is my legal name. So, like, in a professional setting if like if i'm talking to bankers or those kind of people uh, you do use you it. talk to bankers on um linkedin no okay but linkedin is more of like the professional person gotcha kinda all right setting yeah, that's fair that's fair um so there's three of us today use it which is which is entertaining uh, which is our very entertaining oh Whoa. you sir sorry no that's that's okay we're gonna we're just gonna turn you down yeah just a little bit yeah. So that you're not blowing shit up on the microphone. Yeah. Don't want yeah. to do that. We're also, um, uh, we've had a couple of close talkers in to do podcasts the last, um, the last couple of weeks, not our podcast, obviously you guys would have, you guys would have heard it, uh, heard about it, been here something. Uh, anyway, <clears throat> had one that, uh, was popping her peas so much that, um, plosives. Yeah, the uh, the windscreen on the on the mic wasn't enough. So, hmm. so so thus the clown noses. That's the clown nose. Yeah, although they're not, they're just black. Um, yeah, today well, I still call we, them clown yeah, noses. Yeah, that's fair. We are we are the guinea pigs for it. So we'll see how it goes. I don't think we're very close of speakers though. Uh, we've had a few. We usually have two or three an episode that um, that sneak through. Two or three in like an hour of talking. It's though, pretty is, good. I know. <laughs> I know. Hopefully, hopefully this just uh, this just eliminates them. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And hopefully it should. My my biggest issue with these because they're just the little socks that go on the mm-hmm. on the um, on the capsule is you can't see the direction of the capsule, right? Yeah. Already, it, already it me off myself. for yeah. a bit. So I don't think these are going to last long. Um, they so might, might they be might be a... pop filters then. Hmm. Yeah, I found a I found an interesting um, found an interesting device um, that is again we're, we're limited with space up here because we don't want to clutter things up, but it, it's a it's a kind of a half moon shape oh, yeah. um, with some rubber bands around the back, so it can and and a, and a spacer so it can it can grab onto the capsule just like these are doing, 
Um, cool. But uh, that kind of sounds like the Aston Mike. Uh, yeah. One. Yeah. It 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 kind of it kind of reminds me of that actually. Although I'm more excited about their shock mount. That thing is awesome. Have you seen it? Isn't it just a ride coat? No. They used to do the ride coats. Oh, okay. Um, but they don't do. But the I think they anymore. they didn't have a deal with, or they don't have a deal with ride coat anymore. Um, and so they developed a new shock mount, and it 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 is really interesting because it's got like clamps. Yeah. It, it's kind of like a ride coat, but on steroids. Oh. Cool. It has clamps, and it will clamp on a microphone, and so it is basically got like a built-in quick release. Nice. That's cool. nice. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. Because yeah. mine fell apart. Like I had, I have a, fuck, I don't know, a Mark One or whatever. It's just a cheapo three, $400 mic. Uh, Mark One? I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, it's I'm, a mic, I'm not sure. Whatever. It's like it has these strings and the strings broke. Oh, yeah. The elastics. The elastics. And are you saying I can get a clip? Well, Aston Microphones, yeah. they recently, during NAM announced a new shock filter. Right. Shock mount. Or shock mount, sorry. Shock mount. But it comes with a uh, pop filter as well if you wanted to. Right. Uh, it's mm. kind of crescent-shaped. Right. Yeah. yeah. And it this has like a mean. quick attachment to their shock mount. But on their shock mount, they also have it like the they they designed the elastics differently. Right. Uh, so that it, they can easily be replaceable replaced if right. they break. Yeah. Um, But on top of that, like normal Rycote shock mounts, you have the four screws and you have to screw in your your microphone to get like a good um, grip on the microphone. Right on. But on the Aston microphones, there's like these clips. You so push it's, on them, it's more like, slide the microphone into the shock mount, let go of the clips, and it just clamps, clamps on by on. itself. You don't yeah. have to play around with screws. Yeah, or strings. Or, right. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. That's actually kind of like these, these, uh, these... These ones are in a clamp-like device. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it's kind of like that, but it but is better. a lot quicker because, like yeah. those, you have to put like a fair amount of um, force, and mm-hmm. you have to have the proper size of microphone. The Aston microphone will like do a pretty small. Oh, cool. Okay, as well as a, a, a large uh, microphone. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah, with these ones, you have to have the right size. Yeah. Um, sweet. And then uh, they made it like, I think, less than a hundred bucks. Per those shock mounts. That's not bad. So it's Saturday. Oh, okay. Glenn's got a story. Saturday at Fargo's amazing show. Okay. It just was amazing. Relic released their CD. Who is Relic? Do Relic, I know, do I know the band Relic? Do I know um, those guys? I don't know. It's like their fourth album. Okay. Uh, local Edmonton guys though. Local Edmonton guys. Cool. Who's in, uh, who's in the band? All freaking original shit who's in the band uh and there was like two three other acts and i just i was supposed to do my homework and uh i didn't to well rc syndicate was there cool in a supportive role yeah um yeah no it was just it was stellar nice very nice yeah very cool i just wish i remember the name of these these guys, they released a CD. I forget the name of the band, but the CD is called Signals from Earth or something like that. Anyways, if anybody I can think wants of a dozen bands a, that might have called great their listen, record that. modern fucking music, uh, Signals from Earth. I just forget the name of the group. Hmm. Fair enough. 
Yeah, I just had to plug them because they were so good. I um, I've spent the last five days. Today will be day six with um, a band out of half out of Fort Mac and half out of Edmonton doing um, some form of like jazz influenced hard rock. Oh wow! Um, cool. But they're 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 they're. Uh, the drummer called their beats sludgy. Sludgy. Like the the grooves. They they go for a lot of sludgy stuff. Okay. Slower Don't slower tempos, right? It ain't a thing. Um and uh complicated guitar um st- structures, like a lot of lot of augmented and diminished chords, um, but crafted over like three guitars. Wow. Okay. Right? Um and one of those cases where if you just listen to one of the guitars, it doesn't quite make sense. You add in a second one and like, this sounds worse. Okay. But then you add in that third one. And it's like, okay, suddenly this makes sense. Yeah. Suddenly I hear the tonal structure that you're putting together. Yeah. Lots of distortion, heavy, heavy, heavy uh, blend of really pretty singing and, um, and some kind of, the singer calls it shouty, uh, shouting, but it's kind of a screaming kind of thing. Okay. Um, it really, it's, it's been so much, it's been so much fun. The, uh, the band has been such a, such a pleasure to work with. Yeah. And they're, they're older guys. They're well older. They're, um, they're early thirties. Right. They're not kids anymore. No. Um, they're not doing this for, um, in hopes of getting a record deal or something. Oh, excuse me. They just want to, they just want to probably learned a, enough that a record deal is yeah. or learnt enough to know that a record deal sucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I think they've all toured extensively um, mm. in the past, probably in their twenties. Okay, um, and uh, yeah, it's just it's been one of the most fun records I've been a part of in probably two years. Horns? No, no horns. No, it's it. It's all guitar music. Yeah, yeah, guitars, yeah. bass, drums. Um, they have a uh, the lead guitar player's got a big sky pedal, um, and it's a uh, and they've been overusing its freeze function oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's fun so much fun and yeah. and and there's so much space we have um we average between three and five uh five lines five tracks per instrument mm-hmm. uh per like um per guitar just because they want they want a sense of of ambience and depth to stuff so we spent we spent time on setup on thursday um, finding corners of the studio where if we stick a mic in just into the corner or at a corner or something mm-hmm. that it sounds like it's got some extra depth to it, you know, yeah. yeah. Um, and then compress the hell out of it. So they're excited. The that makes <laughs> exactly. You excited, yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, and, and, and that's the, it's, I work with a lot of bands that are excited or a lot of musicians that are excited. Yeah. Um, but these guys, are also good. <laughs> well, they wouldn't. They wouldn't actually say they're any good. Well, usually but, it's those people that are really good. But, <laughs> but it's their it's their overall attitudes and demeanors. You know, they're taking it seriously. Yeah. They they they've they've spent the last year working on working on demos for the songs. Yep. Um, and they've they've practiced as much as they can, being divided between two cities. Right. Yeah. Um, that must be. Hard. They they uh, they do uh, garage band recordings for all their stuff. Yep. Um, 
so that they can hear all the little, all the little details, right? They can work out parts. They can decide what works, what doesn't. They can send stuff back and forth in a dissectable manner. Um, but they also, they're also really relaxed, you know, know, they've definitely had some tense moments, like all recording sessions, they have some tense moments, but it's been, we've been doing, we've been doing 10 hour days in the studio, uh, plus, you know, an hour ish for setup and usually an hour debriefing afterwards. Um, what we're going to do. Yeah. You know, and, and, and of course, they love the dog too. So that's everyone loves dogs. (laughs) Not everyone. The, the singers monsters don't like dogs. The singer's <laughs> wife is allergic. Oh, <laughs> so she's not coming to the studio. Um, well, she but it, probably shouldn't be in the studio anyway if she's not a part of the project. That's, well, she, now she's a she's apparently a really good singer, and the original plan was to bring her in to do to do backup vocals on a couple of the songs, oh, okay. um, or to at least experiment with with that. Um, but then they decided it wasn't worth her um, getting. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Getting all sneezy and snotty and teary and... Well, they can always just yeah. record in their home. I'm assuming she would be backing tracks anyway. Something like, something along those lines, yeah. Yeah, so it's... Yeah, but she, she, she'd never really had the um, the studio experience, so that was why they wanted to bring her into the studio. Oh, okay. Yeah. There, there, there's lots to go yet. Um, we have Today and Tomorrow uh, booked to do um, to do all the lead vocals. Nice. And then... Uh, can I be a fly on the wall? Uh, maybe, mm, maybe we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, we spent, we spent all of yesterday editing drums and guitars and that was, that went pretty quick actually. Um, we wanted things tight, uh, as tight as we could before we got to the vocals. Um, but yeah, it, it's been, it's been, it's been just a really exciting, really exciting, um, thing. Here's, here's my, here's my indicator that I'm having um, that I'm really enjoying it. Mm-hmm. I get, I, I get to the end of the session, you know, hours 10, 11, 12. I still have energy to work on something else. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. It, 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 it's, it's, it's just been so much, so much of that, that, that I still have, you know, I, I have, you know, four hours of emails and of course, 10 hour days, uh, means there's a lot of, there's a bag backlog of phone calls and, and, yep. and, and messages and stuff. But, um, I've been able to get at least a couple nights, um, over the weekend where I, you know, my day ends up being a 16 hour day just with all the extra stuff that I stick around a studio to do, you know, and it feels really good. Yeah. 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 Fills your day. Yeah. Keeps you out of trouble. The drums specifically. I wasn't a huge big. I wasn't a big fan of their guitar tone. They're mm-hmm. um, they're going for the um, like an overdriven tone rather than a distortion tone, right? That that tone where you can, if you play softer, you kind of don't even notice the distortion, mm-hmm. right? Um, but if you lay into it, then you then you, it gets crunchy. But uh, yeah, she's finally got water up here. Um. But the <laughs> the drum tone we got was Ooh. was fantastic. Really, really happy with it. We um, he had a he had a set of um, uh, I can't remember if they were Zildjian or Sabian, but they were um, they were called Dark Crash. Oh yeah, right. And uh, I believe those are Zildjian. Okay, I, I, I 
I've had a set of them in before, and they were just yeah. they were just fantastic. Then. I They're probably great. only know this because working in rentals and putting that's what I was thinking. Like, yeah. So many drum kits. <laughs> and he had um he had a Gretsch Catalina Club um kit, which uh like an, it's a '90s Gretsch series that known for its big beefy tones, um, and I the, the kick drum was something like kick drum was like 26 inches deep oh yeah it was it was it was it was like it was a cannon it was like yeah yeah that that's not a kick drum anymore that's well and and he had he had really he he had spent a lot of time um tuning it up how wide was it i think it was a 20 was it 22 or 24 22 22 i bet it was pretty big i don't know i'm not a big drum guy but i have I used to have I used to have one of the one of the Catalina Club um, drum kits. I, I don't. Do, do you remember that white, that white oversized drum yep. kit that I had? Yep. So that was that was the same series, but that one was a uh, twenty two inches. No, that was a twenty inch deep by twenty six wide. Twenty six. That was a twenty six wide. We that, we would we would joke that we would we would store people in the drum. Yeah, you probably could. Yeah. Yeah. Probably several. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> uh, anyway, but even if it's a twenty-four by twenty-six, like man, that drum must sound big. It 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 had a lot of sustain, and, and we we were actually we were actually concerned at the beginning Probably. because it had so much sustain. Um, not only not only within the room because we we set them up in the drum room downstairs, mm-hmm. but then we left the door open into into the main live room, and we had we had another mic in there. And the drum would the drum would resonate right through, of course, yeah, and and have even more sustain because it's resonating in the in the next room. Uh, and so it, it was it had it had this big long ring, but it had a really nice punch to it too. Mm-hmm. Um, excuse me, I ran. Uh, um, I had a D six on the inside. Uh, had the uh, oh goodness, excuse me, I'm really burpy this morning. I'm sorry. Had uh, so yeah, so the D six on the inside, running into the console uh, preamps, uh, had uh, the SE Electronics Gemini two, the tube mic mm-hmm. sitting on the uh, on the resonant head, and then blended them together pretty tastefully, almost almost equally, a little less on the res head, um, but we're getting already we're getting big thick tone and really nice attack, right? Then. I submixed them down into an API um, 550 uh, 550B EQ. That, well, the, the mastering, the 5500 compressor down there. EQ. Oh. Um, boosted a ring. Boosted. Well, a little bit. Um, I cut out. I think I cut out at. Uh, can't remember if it was 400 or oh, 700. Yeah, I was gonna say five. Probably. Yeah, but yeah, something like that. Um, cut out some some of that some of the mid. Boosted a little seventy hertz, just like a notch, Some air. and then and then boosted like eight decibels of seven k. Hmm. Oh, and and another oh, your air, right. and another and another another little bump. Um, I think at three k. Yeah. Then I ran that through. I ran that through a DBX compressor. Okay. Let, let a little bit of attack through, yep. squash down on on some of the ring. Yeah. And then ran that into the Altimota limiter. Um, that I have down there, just to kind of even out, even out the the peaks, right? right. I don't know that I'm ever going to need to do anything in mixing. This is, <laughs> it's, you know, I might, 
I might gate the damn thing just so the just ring to, cuts off a little yeah. bit. Yeah. But in in context of in context of all the tracking we did, the ringing the ringing kick drum just wasn't a problem. Hmm. Right. Yeah. It's it stayed it stayed thick and juicy all week. It was really really good. Is it an EP that they're doing or an LP? It was initially supposed to be a five song EP, but they cut one song before coming in. Um, and then in the studio, they realized that one of the songs, um, they still weren't on the same page about, right. They thought they were more prepared with it than they were. And so we, we cut it on, um, we cut it on Saturday. Um, and so now we're down to three songs, but. Right. Sounds like a fun project. Yeah. 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 And apparently the grand, the grand, the grand, um, plan is, uh, over the next, over the following year, they're going to be back in to record, Maybe up to another eight songs, cool. um, and the 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 singer is writing a concept record. Hmm. He wouldn't he wouldn't go into details about what it was. He probably said, wasn't allowed to go into details about it. I uh, don't think it's finished, so it's possible he doesn't actually know how it's going to end. Right. But um, space theme that was the biggest thing. Okay. about it. Yeah, space. Yeah, science fiction type of thing, right? Oh, yeah. that sounds interesting. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah. yeah, everybody loves science fiction. Um, that don't. Had uh, I had three unnecessary mics um, set up for the drums, and that was that was so much fun as well. We had uh, the listen mic in the drum room, ended up sounding really great. Mm-hmm. Again, over like way over compressed, um, but it sounded it just sounded like thick and consistent and and really really nice. So we we recorded that, blended that in just a tiny bit. Then I put in um do you guys know what a fat mic is? Like F, like fat. It's an overweight microphone. Except I used the smallest mic I had to get into the space, but um so it it's a it's something I I um I saw a a YouTuber do and he put a microphone kind of right in the middle of the shells so that it was as, oh, as close like to possible to all the shells on right the side of the the shells kind of it, it kind of but it was it was right in right over his knee or almost over his knee kind of sitting sitting in between the the snare the kick drum and the floor tom right and then of course the yeah. rack tom in there yeah, yeah. um and I've, I've seen that i've never experimented with it though yeah this was this was my first time First time getting it that close to all the drums. I, I'm, I'm so used to having having something um, like a crotch mic where it's it's sitting maybe three feet or four feet above the kit, aimed down at the guy's crotch, right? Yeah. But over top of the over top of the kick drum. Right. Um, I've done that a lot, but this was the first time I'd had one right in there, and I was really worried because he has his. He's one of those guys that has his ride sitting um, half over half over the kick drum oh, but but really low guys, like it, yeah. it, it was it was maybe maybe four or five inches above the kick drum and it was one of the big ones like it was a 24 inch ride like it, it was a huge fucker that is big yeah it sounded great and he did a lot of he did a lot of crashing on it and it sounded wonderful um again really dark to match yeah. the dark symbols uh or dark crashes anyway i was really worried that there would be a lot of bleed from the ride specifically into this mic um but there really wasn't um, I dialed out a little bit of top end, but there really wasn't a lot of bleed. Um, I just used a cardioid mic, basically aimed it at the guy's foot ish. Okay. 
Um, and it picked up, it picked up the toms and the snare and the kick just in a nice, like low mid kind of way. So you didn't, you didn't mic the kit. You mic'd it in like a jazz style. Well, I, I had close mics on everything too. Oh, you did. And just, just so you had those options. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I wouldn't use this fat mic as a primary mic. Right. Right. And I wouldn't use the, the drum listen as a primary mic. They would just be accessories, you know, yeah. like add in a little extra depth. Yeah. Yeah. And then, then because we'd spent some time finding corners around the studio where um, we get nice reflections out of, mm-hmm. we ended up, we ended up setting up the, uh, the U87 um, above uh, my drum kit. We had to strike, um, but the hallways were full of, full of stuff too. So we, we kind of packed up my drum kit in a corner in uh, in the main live room just so it was kind of out of the way right yeah so we ended up putting the u87 um aimed at one of the corner baffles yeah right above the drum the, the the packed up drum kit and like right into the corner okay and it was just a it was just a great there's there's probably like i don't know how many milliseconds of delay um short to get to that one it was short yeah but it add again it added this really nice Depth. sense of sense of space to yeah. the drum kit yeah yeah it was so much fun yeah have you ever seen or heard of the idea of making um a reverb out of a, a tube you were talking about that um before christmas i think i mean like a spring Possibly. a spring verb no like no. A, like like a tube verb like not like, not like you a take vacuum a vacuum tube, tube or uh um, like a, a lot like, of people use like, a like a, yeah, like a hose. You put a microphone on one end, and you know, I don't know, you can coil it over the drum kit or something like that. Locking Pro Tools, okay. Um, you were you were talking about uh, draping a hose over the drum kit. Well, you could drape it over the drum kit. You could have it like just slewn about in the room. Mm-hmm. Um, there, there's lots of options, but you have a microphone on one end and it creates a flutter echo. It's really interesting oh, yeah. sounding because it, it, you can hear like these kind of uh, rhythmic things that can happen from it. Cool. Uh, but a trick with it that I recently saw on a video is somebody delayed it by like a 16th note on top of the already like oh, yeah. weird delays that are going on inside of the hose. Right. And it like changed the song it was like a a, a basic kind of rock beat that he was playing that's awesome but then when he delayed it by like a note yeah like it, it did it didn't swing it as much as it kind of added like ghost this notes extra, almost this extra groove to it yeah yeah, right on. yeah. that's that, that's super cool that yeah is. How, how do you um my big question with that would be how do they isolate because hoses aren't always that big, and I'm assuming there'd be a lot of noise that comes out around the ho- like around the hose, maybe directly even from this the drum guy kit. was just experimenting with it, okay. and like he did, he have a he, box to 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 isolate the drums from the he didn't microphone? bother. Like he okay. was just throwing it in different positions to see what how big it was this did. hose. Right. Well, he did different lengths. Oh, he did different lengths. Like I said, he was experimenting. Thickness, yeah. different sizes. He's done like a garden hose. He's done like the uh, hoses you use for um, uh, like running water off of your building away from it oh, yeah. type of thing. Yeah. Um, he's done vacuum tubes. Oh, like, a, like a vacuum hose? Like a vacuum hose, yeah. Cool. Oh, right, um, right, right, right. right. Yeah. In various different lengths. 
um, like sounds like the one where he did the the delay. He used like a twenty foot vacuum tube, That's a vacuum awesome. cleaner tube, and it sounded great. It had like a really interesting sound to it. Mm-hmm. Like it already had like an interesting sound to it before he delayed it, but the delay added like these weird right. rhythmic things to it, which was interesting. Um, I don't know. I just thought I'd let you know about that because it is a cool yeah, trick. Yeah, that is cool. super cool. A um, trick that he learned from reading Sylvia Massey's uh, book, <laughs> yeah. which Sylvia I should Massey, get that book. She's oh. weird. She's she's a sweetheart. Yeah. She's also really weird. Yeah. Well, she does weird things for sure. Yeah. I've seen Isn't some of the weird things of that she's done, like London. send a signal into a pickle and then recorded that. Or a potato. Or a potato. Send a signal into a pickle? Yeah. Awesome. And then, like, the pickle will get fried because you're sending electricity, electricity through, it. through it. And she'll record it, and then she'll use that recording to gate the guitar that was originally being sent to the pickle <laughs> to make it cut in and out. Super weird. Yeah, it is super weird. But Super weird. It was a cool little trick that <laughs> kind of worked with the song that she was doing, but she She's... does, like, a, a lot of, like, super punk rock kind of stuff yeah yeah she does a lot of a lot of oddball stuff can mm-hmm. i pick your brain um do i have a brain you have a brain my friend all right then yes. prism i couldn't think of the name of these converters or oh yeah okay prism converters. prism converters i think they started about six grand why why does anybody know why they're so expensive are there different types of crystals what's going on there um why are prism converters mastering converters why are they like six thousand dollars and really apparently hard to get i don't know ask the companies making them yeah prism sound on, go, that is the company go prism. dig up a sound on sound review yeah okay I'll, yeah i'll do that yeah i'll do it that'll be your that'll be your best bet yeah that's my homework then. sound on sound sound homework for the afternoon yeah sound on sound do it prism converters do it I will do it. Okay. Uh, I want them. Okay. So I sold my soul. Um, oh. Yeah. By the way, on Friday, I got my Dyn Audios. Oh, did you? Yeah. Awesome. There's a stupid picture that I took on Friday of like <laughs> when I finally had everything hooked up. I had my Dyn Audios and then I had some um, some of that dollar store foam core put that on top of them to put my Yorkvilles on top of the dynamics. <laughs> so I just have this tower of speakers. Nice. Nice. Is it just, do you just have them laying on their side? Uh, the Dyn audios are on their side and then the Yorkvilles oh. I did put on their side as well. Gotcha. Yeah. Cause it, it looked less stupid that way. AB. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. AB. What, what do you mean? Two, by well, you're two different sets. Yeah. Two different sets. Oh yeah. 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 What are you using as your monitor controller? Uh, currently, I'm using the Mackie Big Knob. Oh yeah, yeah. but yeah. I have an Antelope Satori on, the on way. its way. Yeah, yeah. I, I know that's on its way, but that might be a, like a year away, right? Uh, I don't know. I'm pretty sure they're building it from scratch right now. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Speaking of building it from scratch, um, I've recently invested in a pair of very new compressors. Mm. Hmm. And I got a, I got word last week from the from the um, uh, the company that they didn't build them until after I'd paid for them. 
and then they mm-hmm. built them and made yeah. sense them for a company that size though that's true yeah yeah, yeah I, I have been talking to the lead designer engineer manufacturer mm, manufacturer yeah but i'm very excited yes you must be finally have the uh i got the rack rewired made space for them do you have word as to when they'll be yeah, it depends. That, that, that reminds me, I wanted to rant about UPS. Uh, it depends when UPS decides they want to bring them here. What? Yeah. What? So, so um, over the course of Thursday, Friday, Saturday, um, last week, I had three three different phone calls from UPS. Two of which were after I'd already talked to them. Okay. Asking me for the same information. Okay. Um, one of which was a robot. Uh, and because they called on a Saturday, the number they gave me was closed on Saturday. And that was annoying. Yeah. Um, and I feel like they clearly just don't want my business. That's really what I feel, what it feels like. Um, so apparently they, they arrived in Winnipeg 19 hours ago. So is it just customs now? Uh, no, it cleared customs in North Dakota. Um, I still have to pay for the those brokerage fees and such, but okay, yeah. Well, if they're in Winnipeg, then they're in um, two days away. Yeah, it's yeah. the Canadian Postal Service that's got it now. No, it's UPS. UPS. Well, it's if UPS. it's UPS, it should be here. Like... Okay, I thought you said depends if you pay for that service. Or... Oh, right, right, right. right. Yeah, if, if it was USPS, I I wouldn't I wouldn't have had a problem because they, um, Canada Post and USPS. They automatically handle the brokerage fees and they don't, their customs fees and they don't charge a brokerage fee. Right. But every other company that, that ships between borders charges a brokerage fee to deal with the cu- customs. Yeah. UPS is 57 or $54 or something like that. Okay. Um, and it might be because, because these boxes are big enough, they, they have their own unique tracking numbers. And so they might charge me for each because UPS as a whole is a big bag of dicks and they do everything they can to make me not ever want to do business with them. Were you just not given a way in other words to piss you off? I was given a choice to, to, to use someone else as a, as a brokerage firm. Okay. But I don't know enough about that kind of stuff. So I never, I, I don't know who to call and how to negotiate that or how long that would take. So I just say, well, take care of it and you have to send me the bill, mm. which is fine. But yeah, yeah. but the, the, the person I talked to, so the first message that they left, I'm going to rant about this because I was so, I was so yeah. fucking mad. Yeah. <laughs> um, the first person that left a message spoke too fast and mumbled a little bit. Uh, probably as much as I mumble on this podcast, okay. yeah, but you're, you're... En- enough that you enough that you can understand most of the words. Yeah, but on it when they're when when she's giving me a, it was like a twelve digit reference number. I had to guess. Yeah. Oh, and I had to guess on the fucking phone number too. Only said the phone number once, and it was an eight hundred number. Yeah. Um, and I had to guess on two of the numbers and thankfully I guessed right, but, um, yeah. And then, so, so I, I call and I talk to a, another lady at whatever call center this is. And I don't know if this is down in the States or this is in Canada, I don't have no idea, but she clearly does not want to be talking to me. Yeah. 
and <sighs> and her I don't know if her if if her phone or her headpiece or whatever was whatever she was talking to what I don't know if it was broken or if it was just pushed down to her neck. Yeah. But it was so hard. I had to ask her three times yeah. just to just to even take a guess at what her fucking name was. Yeah. You know, how, like they, yeah. how you've reached UPS. This is so-and-so speaking. Yeah. You know, I'm giving somebody a blowjob right now, but go ahead. That's probably what I could understand that. Yeah. Like, put me on hold and I'll let you finish. Yeah. But, yeah. There, that's but a, no, come on. That's acceptable too. Um, anyway, so she clearly didn't want to be talking to me. Uh, so I, maybe it was your energy. I, uh, maybe. No, it was hers. But I was it in was a, her fucking fault. I was in a, it. I was in a pretty good mood up till, yeah. up, up till until that her point. Yeah. Yeah. I've experienced that. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. So. But I'm then you got another Thursday, call. Saturday. Um, I got another call on Friday from a robot. Um, no, Friday was from another person. Friday was another person. Saturday was from a robot. And what did the robot tell you? Same thing. Oh yeah. Told me the same thing. Hey, we, here's your, here's your reference number. We need you to call us and, and tell us who you want your broker to be. Um, uh, here's yeah, that's, a phone that's number. For, that's for clearing customs, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. But that, that's what I mean is, yeah. is it was the same call by three different people. One of which was a robot, yeah. um, asking me for custom stuff. Hmm. It was dumb. Yeah. It was dumb. I was pretty angry. Well, you know, basically you're and, buying alien technology. And well, the, the, you know. the, yeah, the only, well, the only alien technology, the technology it's a compressor. Is, I know, but come on. Well, it's a very moo. It's like the first style of compressor that ever exists. Optic. No, very moo. Tube biasing. Tube. Yeah. Like ah, I love it. this is, this is basically, yum, yum. this is basically a, sorry. A, you got to settle down with the, I, I'm with salivating. the mouth noises. I'm just yeah. Like, so this is a, um, this is like a poor man's Fairchild. Oh, excellent. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. All right. 30, 37, a Fairchild, man. Yeah. 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 Although, yeah. although it doesn't have as oh, many gross. tubes as you would like, Joey. I don't know. I, I don't think I'd want like a seven unit thing in my studio. <laughs> you don't want to, you don't want to pipe in separate ventilation just for the, for compressor? one piece of gear. Yes. Yeah. No. <laughs> Nor do I want a Shadow Hills compressor anymore. After... I'd love a Fairchild, man. Mm. Well, I would love a, a Fairchild as well, but I'm not going to... Go out of your way. Nope. Or mortgage your home. Well, I'm not going to pay for a $10,000 piece of equipment. No. I'm Good for you. Smart man. Like, I'm going to be buying, like, a $6,000 piece of gear, but that piece of gear is going to be the heart of the studio. Well, that's different. Yeah, that's exactly. different. There is a lot of value in that $5,000. Yeah. $10,000 for a compressor though. Like there's you're not going to make your I'm money not going to make my money back yeah, and no. I am not buying any gear that is not going to make me my money back. Yeah. Yeah, it's got to earn its keep. So what what was the um you got the Dynaudio speakers? Yeah. What was the uh what was the first thing you listened to through them? Uh, and tell me tell me it wasn't a test tone. <laughs> oh no, it wasn't a test one. I don't remember what was the what? first thing that was. was just that was just four I days just went, ago. I know it was only four days ago. <laughs> yeah. But I went on like a, a listening bender and like was like, oh, I'm just gonna look 
at all my reference tracks and it wasn't even in, in like a particular order it's just like oh let's listen to this pop track oh let's listen to this metal track let's listen to this rock track and it's just like me boom 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 hit like right. playing Shower song after music. song after song after song a being it from my right um my yorkvilles and just going like Oh, I even listened to some of my old mixes too. And then like finally clicking in why people had like certain common complaints uh, about my mixes. Common revisions, yeah. Um, like one was always like, oh, the symbols are, are, are too bright or something like that. And I go on the Dyn Audio, so it's just like, holy crap, I liked symbol sound back then. But I listened to <laughs> the same mix on my, on my Yorkvilles, which I was using at the time. It's just like, Okay, that's why. So the York Hills so, are darker, very dark. Really, I I, I would not. I, I would have expected it to be the other way around. The York York Hills would be a little, little more hyped. Uh no, they no. got a lot of low end to them. Okay, um, hmm. to the point where like I, I was listening to the Dyn Audios and like kick drums like sound very punchy on there. Hmm. Uh, whereas my Yorkvilles, they don't necessarily sound punchy. They sound like they have a lot of low end, like a lot of thump. Right. Um, if I had to disc, it was a really interesting experience in the sense of like, Flipping I always thought forth. that my Yorkvilles were fairly flat. Yeah. I was um, going to talk about that. But the, when like I turn on the Dyn Audios, it was like somebody had taking the um, muffles off yeah like they had their hands on my ears when yep. i was listening to the york Bills, and then as i switched to the dyne audios it's just like holy shit where all this details here yeah. like I, I can hear like even small things there was like you could tell that these things were hidden in mixes but i could actually hear like sub drops that are like yeah. mixed really low in the mix right uh things that i didn't even know were there yes like i for those who I have could, ears to hear, let them hear. That's awesome. It yeah. is. So it's, it's those are my mains experience. now. <laughs> so what do you? Yeah, right. Um, now you need to. Are you going to bother treating your room at all? Yeah. Have you? No, done not that my yet? current room. No, yeah, I mean your current room. He hasn't. He hasn't treated his room yet. Well, I mean it's it's got treatment, but yeah, okay. But it's um like all of our rooms, it's got this faults. I don't know what you're saying. What? I, what I'm saying is, I really like getting on his case about treatment because it's the cheapest thing you can do no it's not that has the not biggest impact well ish 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 i, I mean I, i'm not disagreeing with you well no treatment is the most valuable but it's not necessarily cheap no okay yeah that's fair enough yeah i'm not i'm not treating uh my current room because i'm going to be out of it in, oh like, you're leaving yeah, I, I will be eventually. I'm, yeah, you, I'm building you a, a recording you been, studio. You haven't been following along, eh? We, we've been talking, in th mm. this new year, we've been talking a lot about um, Joy's uh, new studio, which is in the d design phases now, the planning phases, uh, yeah. and will probably begin construction in next year sometime. Yeah. Wow, I haven't been following along. Yeah. Yeah. I should be punished. Yeah, so like, it doesn't make sense to spend money on my current space. Right, like, exactly. People are complaining to me about me stacking my speakers on top of one another, but I'm not buying stands when I'm not going to use those stands in a year's time. So man that knows what he wants. Well, I'm just, I'm looking at it at, with a return on investment 
standpoint. And right. like, I know what I'm going to be doing in the next couple of years. It doesn't make sense to be buying things that I'm going to be throwing out yeah. in a year. Yeah. That's a waste right. of money. Yeah. Yeah. And that's fair. Yeah. So, nope, I'm not treating my room at the moment, but the new space is going to be pretty much entirely treated. I'm building QRDs and stuff like See, that. See, because I thought last time I left, you just, you weren't going to do this. And now he is going to do it? It's... You're going to take the big jump and, and, and well, I'm do building a space. A yeah. commercial space? Yep. Wow. Well, sort of. It's going to be a project studio, but. Yeah. Wow. It's going to be in my basement. and. Oh, wow. Good for you, man. Yeah. It's just, it, that that's smart investment, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's really what it is. Yeah. It's, yeah. And then if I upgrade from that space, it's going to be me buying a commercial building possibly and turning that into a studio. Right. Or even modifying the house that we're going to be living in. Right on. Have it more suited to a studio. Have like 14 foot ceilings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. That's one of those things that you, pr if you are going down that road, it's probably better to go down that road at the beginning because 14 foot ceilings after you've already built your studio means you basically have to tear down your studio and dig deeper. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. You might as well just take like, dig, that, dig that's down. like a plan, like down the years, like probably yeah. 10 Oh, 12 right. years from now, Fair enough. Uh, if we decide to upgrade the facility right. or if we determine that we're losing money by not upgrading the facility, uh, we might then invest in building something bigger. And if I do build something bigger, um, I'll probably build it with 14. Like I'll probably build it from scratch. Right. That makes sense. Yeah. And I will own the building. Mm. Yeah, that doesn't it then doesn't make sense for me to about, rent, yeah. right? Because I, I don't want somebody to be like, oh, we have Already other tenants yeah. that uh, we we like better because they're in an industry that is more predictable. Yeah, so Buy we're going to increase your rent so that you leave. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, own it. So that's I'm going to own the building if I get a commercial building. But then there's also mortgages to deal with and property taxes and You know, you can get churches cheap. I doubt that. Yeah, no, you can because I don't know. I think it if it's an old dilapidated building. Yeah, but then yeah, you gotta but, then you gotta sink a hundred thousand dollars into yeah. it yeah, to make okay, it useful, enough. right? Yeah. yeah. Um, really, yeah. It's just the acoustics in some of those old Sure. Sure, the That's acoustics might be about. might be okay, but yeah. it doesn't yeah, mean but... doesn't mean they're cheap. There's lots of spaces that you can find where the acoustics are nice. Yeah, it doesn't mean true. they're cheap at all. I'm not worried about that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. yeah, if I if I go down that route, I'm building from scratch. I'll probably just buy like a empty lot and build a building. Or if the building's there. <laughs> 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 Depends uh, on the building, though. If it's like a building that I have to knock down and then build I think a new you, one, I, I, I'm not I, I think you it. need to pay attention to um, real estate, uh, commercial real estate, and various trends in, before you uh, start making those kind of statements because ah, <laughs> it's years down the road. I'm not even really thinking about yeah, it. Yeah, that's all good. That's all good. A lot of for lease signs. Yeah. 
I'm not it's, leasing it's kind of scary because it reminds me of the 90s mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. once a decade man once a decade cyclic 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 um yeah so that uh did we talk last week about about that angry client that i had last week? Uh, you had one um, about guy who wanted his money back because he didn't believe that you were doing work when you claimed to be doing work right yeah anyway he um after making more demands um and getting angry when i wasn't suddenly giving him what he wanted on his schedule um we finally came to a resolution and it's done okay i won't ever have to hear from him again which is too bad because i really enjoyed working with him um but it well it's well, it's it it's at, the, at the end of the day if he doesn't trust you he probably shouldn't be working with you i know right um yeah and, and, but i i feel um i feel stronger in my position uh, having identified, um, Glenn, to catch you up on this conversation. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I have, through this process, I've made the decision that half up front. I'm no, 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 no. That's no, always no, the no, thing. No, okay. I, he, he'd given me money. Yeah. Right. Like that. That wasn't that wasn't the issue. He was actually one of the better clients I had as far as paying went. Right. Um, it was. Uh, I'd invoiced him for time that he wasn't there. Um, with his approval that I work those hours. Right. Um, but because it was the first time that he wasn't there, he wasn't able to witness the work that I had done. And he didn't believe that I actually did the work or that, that I actually did enough work during that time. And he was convinced that I was lying to him about it. Did he come out and say that to you? Yeah. 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 Came right out and said, I think you're lying about this this that you're charging me here, I think you're lying about that. I think you're charging me an extra hour uh, that you didn't work um, on top of what you worked, right? Um, like right. I'm overcharging yeah. him on purpose. Yeah. Um, and then he became convinced that um, I must have done that a lot in the past to rip him off. Uh, that, that, that's, that's, that's sort the, of the gist. Um, but it was, uh, his particular style was, and, and this was one of his arguments, um, about the whole, about the whole thing unrelated to me apparently lying and apparently stealing from him. Right. Right. Um, was that I didn't understand what he was going for and that I didn't know how to do my job is what essentially what he came down to. Um, and so he is and 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 like like lots of the clients that I've taken on over the last over the last year he's wanting to do music that is um that new hip hop sound right um where it's um heavy autotune use yep. and um and kind of faux pretty singing yeah um over emotional, but really poppy, and it's 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 all just it's all just hip hop. Yeah, um, modern. I don't particularly hip-hop. like it, and I and I make no, I make no beefs about that with the clients I work with. Yeah, um, but 
as we just auto tuned to death. Well, as as we well, it's not auto tuned to death. They they always try to walk a fine line, but it's clearly one of the effects that they want on their voice. Yep. It's like it's like the the singers from the eighties. They wanted vocoders. The, no, they wanted um, they wanted lots of reverb on their voice. Right. You know, they just don't feel comfortable without it. Yeah. These guys, their thing is they don't feel comfortable without without this auto tune oh, to make them sound yeah. like they can actually sing. And not just that, but, but to use it as that, that effect, that kind of glitchy, but not glitchy auto-tune effect. Um, anyway, so Joey and I talked last week and, uh, came to the decision that, that I need to add that style of music to the work that I actually say no to. Right. Um, because in the grand scheme of things, it has it has been um, more of a source of problem than of benefit. Yeah. Um, and so it's, you know, it's just, it just it's makes just sense. It's just the sort of stuff that you just have to And save. that style of work is probably not a big source of income for you. And it's not. That's right. So yeah. may as well cut it out. Yeah. Yeah. Cut it off before it grows. Kind of <laughs> like a cancer. Well, that's not the way well, I'm looking at Well, you know, dance music. All, but... I never got any, like any dance music I got. I just would say no. I just, I don't want to, I don't want to fucking deal with stems of like four kick drums. I just don't want to manage that. Hmm. I mean, there's a lot. It's all. But if you're mastering, why are you getting like four stems of kick drums? Bottom shelf management and it can get sticky. Probably, he's probably talking about mixing. Okay. I was talking about mixing. Yeah. But still, uh, well, sometimes you would even, you know, whatever. I just have never done it. I'm afraid to do it. So I just say no. Yeah. Well, and and one of the reasons that, one of the reasons that I had trouble um, coming to the, coming to the conclusion that I need to say no to this kind of stuff. Yeah. Is it was, it was pretty simple work. You know, most of the time it was. um, Track already done. The instrumental is already done. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just working with vocals and I might have, I might have that client in and out in a matter of somewhere between two and five hours Yeah, and I'm done with that song completely. Right. And so it, it, you know, it's easy to schedule one or two of those a week, sneak them in into this pocket here or that pocket there and you're good to go. You know, it's, it's that filling in those little extra hours with a little extra money, right? That's, that's good business. Yeah. Except... No, anytime you think it's quick, easy money, it never works out to be that. <laughs> well, you know, for the most part, I mean, I think it's some of the some of the bigger some of the bigger rock bands that I've worked with, and they've they've had their share of their share of issues and their yeah. bigger dollars, you know, more time, right? Yeah. yeah. But, um, but yeah, it's it's this particular style is definitely definitely a style that I'm not as proficient at. And I don't listen to it, so. Well, and you're dealing with all. It's some. If it's the whole group, there's a lot of personalities. It's it's almost always just one person. Yeah, and they already have their track done. Yeah, yeah. They they um the 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 trend is, and this has been a trend for a while, I think. But the trend is buying from a producer online. Wow. You can you wow. can well I mean and yeah, okay, some fair. some of these things some of these some of these things are really well made right yeah um some of them are really well made and some of them are really well made a lot of these well producers mixed. don't want to use or don't want to sing on their own tracks so they yeah sell them to other people license and, them and right some on. of them just professionally make tracks that's what they do 
you know, I, I, I had a guy in a couple of weeks ago where we, um, he, I, I think he's doing more of a, more of a, like a nineties hip hop thing, but, um, but he was, he wanted help reading through all of these licenses and the options in licensing and, yep. and, um, you know, helping understand like, what does this actually mean? What does that actually mean? And of course I'm not a lawyer, so I can only yeah. contribute so much, but an exclusive license for one of these tracks was anywhere between 200 and $800 American yeah. to have an exclusive license on one of these tracks. Including the sync license? Yeah. Uh, sometimes see, see, this is, this is where, this is where a lot of the legalese comes in. Um, there were, uh, a lot of the, a lot of the, um, a lot of the exclusive licenses included sync and some of them included unlimited, unlimited time periods. And some of them included unlimited, um, distribution, but a lot of the, a lot of the more restrictive licenses, um, cause they, they always seem to have three levels something like that right like there's there, there's like a like an unexclusive mp3 um there's a premium wave and then there's an exclusive something uh, right but yeah. but a lot of them a lot of them had limitations like you can only you could only with this license only grants five times being played on the radio or yeah, there's or, a lot of stipulations like that. Right. Where it's like yeah. this license only gives you ten thousand streams. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well, and and I uh, it was wow. really That's I found it fair. Really... If you don't think that you're gonna get ten thousand streams and you can buy the same song for two hundred dollars yeah. for less than ten thousand streams, like that that's a good deal. At the same time though, if you think you're gonna get millions of streams, then maybe you should go for the thousand dollar deal that gives you like the exclusive rights to those backing tracks. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And that makes it so that it's your backing tracks. No one else can have them. That's right. There's no hell like the music business hell. Apparently. I don't know. We eat our own young. I, I I've heard I, that too. I just don't know what any of those things mean. I'm license, searching. Licensing or hell. <laughs> um, yeah. It just gets worse. Anyway, I feel my point in bringing that up again was I feel I feel more resolute about about um, saying no to that kind of stuff. Yeah. I, have a, I have a couple more couple more projects which I suspect are like that coming up at the end of April here, and um, that's going to be it. I'm okay. gonna I'm going to have to ask, of course, you're uh, cutting twenty percent of your work that causes eighty percent of your headaches, or that's the that's the idea, yeah. yeah. Okay, would you yeah. say no to this? RC Syndicate, they're dropping an album this summer. Yeah. Um, I'm mastering it here. Is that okay? Yeah. Yeah, because it's an engineer. I'm, I mean, I don't care what kind of work you do. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah man. Perfect. Sure. Good. I like it. I love it. You, um, you can tie into the uh, yeah. outboard gear downstairs, right? No. 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 Not at all. If Not you want to use the outboard gear downstairs, you have to uh, go get it. Use well, no. You have to use the upboard gear down. We're not pulling anything out of the rack. Okay. Yeah, we yeah. don't charge. We don't charge enough money to go through that kind of headache. Right. No doubt. Yeah. Um, that being said, up here, over the next uh, over the next couple, there you go. Over the next couple months, we are um, we are planning on uh, installing some more tasty equipment up here. So stay tuned. Where are the very muse going? Downstairs, of course. Downstairs. Of yeah, course. of course. All right, guys. That's it. We'll uh, we'll see y'all next time. Yeah.
Bye. Follow our hosts on Twitter <laughs> at Two Bodies of Water. Got that mic in a comfortable spot yet? I'm still working on it. At Joey R. Engineer. I can't even talk. I don't remember what my point was. This is a boring podcast. Um, I realize at the end of this, we didn't introduce ourselves. On to the internet you go. Go switch off.